The information provided on this podcast does not and is not intended to constitute legal advice. Instead, all information, content, and materials available are for general informational purposes only. Welcome to Rights Here, Rights Now, the podcast about disability, advocacy, and activism. I'm your advocate host, Virginia Ferris. And I'm your advocate host, Ren Fazuski. Every two weeks, we dig into relevant issues, current events, and avenues for self-advocacy. Because someone has to. And it might as well be us. This podcast is produced by the Disability Law Center of Virginia, the Commonwealth's Protection and Advocacy Agency for Disability Rights. Find out more at dlcv.org. Ren, I'm excited. Are you? I'm excited because we have the fabulous Suzanne Herbst back on today. Suzanne is going to tell us about um, the representative payee program and social security and um, what is a representative payee and if you're unhappy with your representative payee, what can you do about it Um, and just all kinds of rep payee issues. Which is really great because, again, I know that a lot of our a lot of our folks call in about those things, and they're going to be calling in for her and not me. Well, before we jump in, let's check out disability in the news. My name is Stephanie Sabatini, and I'm the Information and Referral Specialist with the Disability Law Center of Virginia. People with disabilities receiving supplemental security income and other social security benefits will soon see their payments rise. Benefits will increase 1.3% in 2021. These changes are due to the annual cost of living adjustment that is tied to inflation. Social security benefits always rise when there is an increase in the consumer price index from the U.S. Department of Labor. The highest payments will begin December 31, 2020 for more than 8 million SSI beneficiaries and in January 2021 will rise for over 64 million across the country. This maximum federal payment will grow from $783 per month to $794 per month in 2021 for individuals and up to $1,191 per month for couples. Find out more at disabilityscoop.com. Well, Suzanne, thank you so much for coming to tell us all about representative payees. We are very excited. uh, We're so excited, but we'll be more excited once you tell us what is a representative payee. You know, Virginia, thank you so much for asking. I know (laughs) that what everybody wants to hear is details of a social security program, and that's what you're going to get today. (laughs) Woo! Um, Yay! So the Social Security Representative Payee Program is a benefit payment management program for beneficiaries of Social Security or Supplemental Security Income who are incapable of managing those payments. So a beneficiary, by the way, is anybody who receives any kind of Social Security payment or benefit or Supplemental Security Income, which will hereafter be known as SSI. So we're going to be saying Social Security and SSI. (laughs) Uh, 
Um, so a rep payee manages those payments for beneficiaries who can't do so on their own or who social security decides needs help managing their money and meeting their own needs. So who can be a rep payee? How, how, does, how does anyone get chosen to be someone's rep payee? So social security chooses the rep payees. They appoint the payees. Um, usually when you apply for any kind of social security, security or SSI benefit, uh, social security will sort of look, they try to find a friend or a family member first, somebody you're close to, um, an individual, but if somebody like that isn't available, they will look to an organization that will that specializes in being a representative payee. Um, but if you qualify for Social Security or SSI, um, and you are you know currently capable of managing those benefits yourself, there is a very cool option that I'm all about, where you can actually like like designate in advance three people who can serve as your payee if the need arises. So that way you're not really leaving it just up to social security. You can pick who's going to do that in the future. That's so cool. And you know how we love advanced care planning over here at DLCV. But to be clear, not every beneficiary needs a rep payee, right? Correct. Yes. So there are plenty of beneficiaries um, who, you know, deal with their benefits, their payments by themselves, they receive them, and then, you know, they figure out how to best use those payments for their, to meet their own needs. Um, so this is, yeah, this is not for everybody. Don't worry if you're thinking <laughs> that you need to apply for a social security benefit, you will not automatically have a payee. You know, some, pe some people sort of vaguely need representative payees, but like, what is the rep payee doing? So the rep payee is specifically managing the social security or SSI benefits. Um, so they're receiving the benefits on behalf of the beneficiary. So they're getting it into a bank account themselves and then they're deciding, you know, they're paying for the current needs of the beneficiary. Um, like rent, utilities, any medical expenses, food or clothing, you know, the stuff that you absolutely have to have in order to you know, live a successful life. Um, if there's any money left over that, uh, payee will help the beneficiary use that remaining money. Sometimes it's for like recreation or leisure purposes or entertainment. And then anything after that, the money should be saved. So it's very much managing the money specifically, those social security funds specifically of the beneficiaries. Um, I can also add um, additionally, representative payees obviously are keeping track of all this money. Um, they have to keep detailed financial records of, you know, when and how the benefits are being received, how that money is being received, and how those funds are being spent. And then they have to report that information to Social Security regularly. This is especially true if an organization is your payee. Um, if anybody, you know, for an example of an organizational payee is like a nursing home. Sometimes nursing homes will serve as payees for their residents. Group homes will do that. Assisted living facilities will do that. So those organizations have to be have to keep very clear records of that, um, and they report to Social Security annually. Individuals, like if it's you know a family member, I think 
they don't have to report annually anymore, but they still need to keep records that are available to Social Security when, when requested. So clearly, you know, this allows a person to have, a person or an organization to have pretty significant um, authority over a person's finances. So mm -hmm. tell me exactly why and how DLCV is involved in the rep payee program. So for the most part, people who have pays are people who, again, are in some way, shape or form unable to, you know, handle their own money and you know, make money decisions. So we are involved because we are making sure that the money is being spent appropriately. In an ideal situation, you know, most payees will work with their beneficiaries to see like, all right, what, you know, how much do you need, you know, this month, how much do you need each week? for certain things, like we have some extra money, what do you wanna spend it on? And they'll have that relationship that way where they can work together. Um, that's not always the case. <laughs> so Disability Law Center receives a grant from Social Security to review representative payees. You may be wondering, wow, Suzanne, that sounds <laughs> exciting. It is, sounds exciting. What is a representative pay review? I think they're exciting, but that's, you know, I would hope I've, so. <laughs> I've done them and I still want to know what a review <laughs> is. Please explain what I've been doing. <laughs> I'm so confused. So this is, there are two, two main parts of a representative pay review. Um, the first part is working with the payee and the second part is working with the beneficiaries. So with the payee, we do a very long interview with them. We do like a 30 page form. Um, we go over how they keep records, how they're determining, you know, how much money to spend on what for each beneficiary. Um, and we're looking at bank statements. We're looking at like ledger systems, how they're keeping track of money internally. We wanna make sure that funds are being spent appropriately and that the payee is keeping accurate records. So that's the big thing. That's a, also a good opportunity for payees who might need a little help. Um, you know, we can give them some guidance. It's not all just like a gotcha thing. Yeah. We're not going in there to find problems. A lot of the time, you know, we see payees who are trying to do it, but all that financial management is really hard. So we can also give them a little bit of guidance on, you know, what you need to correct to make sure that you are up to standard and you're taking care of your beneficiaries to the best of your ability. And then the second part is the beneficiaries. We do all of those financial reviews. That takes a long time. Slowly but surely your eyes get tired looking over <laughs> financials and you think, you know what, I'd really like to talk to a human being. <laughs> and that's when we get to do the fun part, which is talk with beneficiaries. So we interview, you know, Social Security determines what representative payee we review. That's all from them. And then they tell us which beneficiaries we're going to interview. Um, so we go out and chat with the people Social Security tells us to. And we talk to them about, you know, are you happy with your payee? Have you ever asked for money for something that you weren't able to get? And sort of just trying to make sure that 
their needs are being served and they're able to live their lives as fully as possible. Um, as the, you know, as DLCV, as the Protection and Advocacy Agency, we also try to do like, you know, have a little bit more of a conversation where we try to see if there's, you know, any other additional services that they may need, you know, just in talking to them. We've had instances where during a beneficiary review, somebody said, you know, I really wish I could work. Like I'm bored, I wanna do something. And we had somebody who had had a brain injury, but wasn't getting you know, those services. And we we're able to connect them with community providers to get those services. So again, the two-pronged pay financial review, are you keeping your records and the beneficiary part of it, which is how do you feel about your pay? Are you getting the things you need? Is there anything else we can do? Something that's sort of on the flip side of, you know, do you need additional services that I think is cool about when DLCV does uh, representative payee reviews. One of the things that at least as of the last one I did, I can't promise that social security changes stuff, guys. Um, but one thing that we um, sort of get to weigh in just a teeny tiny bit on, they ask, you know, do you think this person needs a payee? And occasionally the answer is no, they don't. And they have said that they don't want one. And, you know, that's feedback that we can give to Social Security that's also really empowering for the person. It's also, again, as, as I'm sure Suzanne will know more, but I think it's also not only, you know, finding folks that just don't need rep payee, don't need a rep payee, but also folks that are looking to become, you know, take over their own finances someday, but need assistance. So like what you said with connecting them with additional services, if what they're really looking at is, you know, having, a, you know, more education regarding financial management and that, that area, that's also something that I think we're able to do. Yeah, exactly. And the great thing about you know, DLCV being involved, you know, have, getting this grant from Social Security is all of our reviewers are also experts in other fields for us. So we have people who work in institutions who are going out to do these reviews. We have people who are, you know, do vocational rehab <laughs> work going out and doing these reviews. So they, you know, you have people going out who, you know, know these resources like the back of their hand and it's easy to provide those. So one thing that I've been really wondering about, like during the current COVID situation, there have been these stimulus checks that have come out, I think at this point, as of recording, it's like two. Um, how do rep payees deal with these stimulus checks? I am so glad you asked that. That's something some of our payees who we've done reviews on have called us about and said, hey, what, what are we doing with these? It's important to know that this, you know, the stimulus checks um, or the economic impact payment, as they are most formally known, that's not a social security or an SSI benefit. The representative payee is not responsible to manage that money. However, you know, the address or the bank account that stimulus check goes into is going to be the one that was on your last tax return. So if you have a payee, that money is likely going to the payee directly but your representative payee, again, not responsible to manage that money. That's something they should discuss with the beneficiary 
And if the beneficiary wants to use that money on their own for whatever they want to do, that is in their right to do it. Again, because it's not social security money outside of the purview of the representative payee. If the beneficiary wants help spending that money or they want support to use that money in a specific way or to save it, the representative payee can provide assistance, but it will be sort of outside of their role as a payee. Um, and I know there have been issues uh, sometimes people not receiving their stimulus check from their payee. Um, so Social Security Administration does not have the authority to investigate the misuse of those payments. But if your payee is misusing those payments, it's possible that they may be misusing other things. And Social Security can investigate their work as a representative payee. And that could result in the appointment of a new payee if they go in and investigate that. So let's say that you're somebody who has a payee and you are really not happy with them. You find that they're, you know, not giving you your, your, you know, your extra money or that they're not taking care of your rent properly. Who do you go to if you have a problem with your payee? Well, you can call DLCV, as I think the answer is at the end of so many of these podcasts. <laughs> call us. You will talk to somebody who is well-versed in rep payee. There are four main options that we'll go over with you. Um, this isn't really something that we walk people through the process of, but we can just sort of give you, explain, these are what your options are, these are how you start this. Um, you can change your payee, which you have to go to your local social security office, which will likely only be open as of recording partial hours and you'll need to call ahead to make an appointment um, and say, here's who I want to be my new payee. They've signed something. Help me out. Um, you can also, I said earlier that Social Security tells us which representative payees we review, which is true, but we can also nominate representative payees for reviews. That still has to be approved by Social Security to do that, but if you really don't like your payee, you think that they're doing some pretty serious harm, you can nominate them and we'll go and review them. Um, they would never know that you were the one who nominated them. I always want to make that clear. Yeah. We don't tell payees, you know, you know, John Smith really hates you. So we're here <laughs> to avenge him. It's, you know, Social Security has selected you for a review. So here we go. Um, that's an option. You can also do an online form um, where you report your payee to the Social Security Administration Office of Inspector General. That's a fairly simple form. Um, you provide your information, as much information about the payee as you can, and then give them very specific like when and where situations of misuse. They are pretty much only concerned with I shouldn't say that. They are mostly concerned with financial issues and any kind of financial exploitation or fraud. That's what they're really looking for. The last option we'll go over with you, and you guys had mentioned this earlier, is removing the payee and becoming your own money manager. The thing that I like to tell people about this is that 
obviously, if you think you can be your own payee, you feel really great, you think your condition has improved enough where you can do that, amazing. We are all for you know, people advocating for themselves. But just a warning, if you do that, it may trigger an eligibility review from Social Security where they'll say, you know, if so-and-so has improved enough, they can manage their own money. Have they improved enough where they don't need the benefit anymore? That's especially for um, disability, social security disability. And they do reviews, they do continuing reviews on you know, whether you still need to receive those funds pretty regularly. Um, but this will, this might trigger one. So it's just something to keep in mind, but obviously we still support support that if that's something you'd like to do. So call DLCV, that's, that's, call DLCV is the answer. Exactly, call us, we're happy to talk to you about it. You might even get to talk to me about it. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Uh, I also just wanna throw in there because you mentioned, you know, if, if you report uh, the situation to DLCV or to the Social Security Office of the Inspector General, most of that is going to be about like financial misconduct, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. beneficiaries are also, um, you know, certainly able, if they are being, you know, physically abused or neglected or financially exploited by a representative payee, they can also call Adult Protective Services. Um, about that so that, that's also an option if you're listening and that's your situation that's an option for you exactly and that's something we keep an eye out on you know when we do reviews we will you know covid makes this a little bit more difficult in pre-covid times we always went to see where you know the beneficiary was living we would walk around the nursing home walk around the group home um, look at the home where the beneficiary was living and make sure that they all of their needs are met that you know it's clean um if you know your benefit if your payee says you made any big purchases you know they said well they bought a bed or a new couch we can go in and say ah yes there is the new couch if we go into a place and clearly there's an issue with neglect or abuse we will also go ahead and refer that case to adult protective services um, or if it's a group home or a nursing home or assisted living facility, we'll report it to their licensing board. So we're also going in like that. We're doing those financial stuff, the financial reviews, but also trying to make sure that, you know, people's needs are being met and they are happy and healthy. So those are, those are big things we look for too. <laughs> sorry, sorry to bring the tone down right at the yeah. end, right at the end, right after we talked about the fun prospect of getting to talk to Suzanne about your rep payee issues. I know. Well, yeah, I mean, we started off like, oh, I'd love to know more about the details of a Social Security Administration program. And now it's like, well, if things are really bad, <laughs> this is what we can do. Um, but thank yeah. you. Um, yeah, but this was great. I think that you clearly have a, a really great understanding of the program. I know that a lot of folks are looking for help in this area. And clearly, you know, you and the team are very dedicated in making sure everyone is getting what they need. And so props to you. Thank you. Yeah, we have a great review team here who goes out and does these reviews. Things are a little bit different how we do them now in COVID to keep everybody safe, but 
it's a good it's a good crew a good crew doing their best well thank you again suzanne well we look forward to talking to you again next time awesome thank you guys so much for having me well thank you again suzanne as always you have been a delight wasn't she a delight ran she is she is really great at breaking down what is a, a fairly complicated topic into something that is really easily digestible. Again, I know that a lot of folks are trying to navigate the social security rep payee waters. So hopefully this was a really great way for people to get that information. Yeah, and thank you all for listening to this episode of Rights Here, Rights Now, brought to you by the Disability Law Center of Virginia. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe, share us with your friends, and leave a review. If you need assistance or want more information about DLCV and what we do, you can visit us online at dlcv.org. You can follow us on Twitter at Disability Law VA. Uh, follow us on Facebook at the Disability Law Center of Virginia. Until next time, I'm Ren Fazuski. And I'm Virginia Ferris. And this has been Rights Here, Rights Now. <laughs> <laughs>